This is Andy Porowal for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. And I'm delighted to be joined by Dave Caldwell. Dave, first and foremost, how are you doing? Um, do you know what? I'm really good. Really, really good. Um, it was just, it was, it's just a really good night. Really good night. I enjoyed it. Um, it's always a good night when you win. But um, there was a lot of pressure on that one. Um, and just, uh, I just know what it meant for Jordan and the way that he boxed and what he did and, and, and how he boxed. He basically did everything that we you know worked on in the gym, everything that he's been developing. And um, yeah, it was great. And the spectacle, the, the event is it, weird because there's nobody there. <laughs> but it's still an event because of what they've done with it. They've done a brilliant job with it. It's fantastic. Let's obviously delve further into last night and obviously Jordan's victory. Just take me back to first, so Dave, kind of how did Jordan feel going into the fight? Knowing you mentioned the surroundings, it's very different to what you'll all, you will all used, usually be used to. What was that like for Jordan on his ring walk and what have you? Um, it was all right. It was a bit, like I said, a bit strange, but we, we kind of like prepared that it's going to be like sparring. Um, just in a bit plush surroundings, do you know what I mean? Sparring outside, doing an exhibition or something like that. Um, but they did it. They did it well. They did it well. I mean, you know, the bits of music during the introductions and stuff like that. Bits of you know the sounds and stuff like that, make it a bit more dramatic. Um, it was. It was good. Um, but it was very weird. It was very. I'll tell you what was the weirdest thing was when you've won. There's no celebration because there's no crowd, there's no atmosphere. And it's like, you just go, all right, mate. Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, give your fight a rug and you say, all right, mate. All right, and that's it. There's no, like, do you know what I mean? Because that, that was a big win for us. It was a big win for Jordan. There's a lot in there. But at the end, it was like when you spar, when you, when you finish your, you, you know, you finish your last spar of camp. And you go, oh, cheers, mate. Nice one. Thanks for that. Thanks for the like, it's, it's that kind of thing. It was kind of like that. It was, um, it was weird. It was weird. Let's obviously don't move on to Jordan's performance. That's not a very slick display. Very good performance, given the, yeah. kind of the past year or so he's had. Did he surprise you in any manner? Did he perform better than what you'd no. have thought? Or? No, it, it, it went... I, I can honestly say it was literally punch perfect for me. Um, literally. He, you know, it was under strict orders exactly what to do. Um, and he did it, he carried it out, um, and I'm, I'm over the moon with him, because there are, there are points and there, is, there are stages in, in your career, in a fighter's career, um, there are fights in his career when you see him coming through where sometimes less is more, and sometimes against certain opponents, you have to be a certain way, and you have to fight them a certain way, where... Um, if you give them more opportunities, they can catch in between. Reese Bellotti can punch. You know, he's a, he's a dynamite puncher in the division. I don't care how good your chin is, how tough you are, whatever, right? He catches. Jason Cunningham is a kid that doesn't get stopped, right? He's one of the toughest guys out there. Two divisions, right? He's operating in, in, in about three divisions. He's a very, very tough kid. And he got, he, he got wiped out by Reese Bellotti. That tells you what Reese Bellotti can do. But not only that, Jim McDonald, fair, you know, I've got to say, 
Jim, after the fight, when we were backstage, um, he, he we went we went back to see see Reese and and Jim and and, and Jimmy Junior, and uh, Jim said he said I've got to tell you, and and he had a chat with with Jordan and myself, and he was saying about you know Belotti. Said people say what do they want about Belotti? He sees regularly Belotti knocking kids out with sixteen ounce gloves on an head guard. Says he's a dynamite, dynamite puncher. Jim sees him as one of the biggest punchers he's ever, he's ever seen in, 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 you know, in his career in the sport, and, and certainly with the fighters that he's worked with, um, and seen in gyms. And he was saying, he says, "You, he says, you are, he says, you are tough." He, says, he, he surprised him with his toughness because Reese did catch him, hit him with body shots, hit him, you know, hit him with head shots. He did catch him. He says, but and he, and he says that Reese was so fit and you know so powerful. He says, but yet. Jordan was as fit and, and, and managed to carry on doing what he wanted to do. And he was very impressed with, with Jordan's concentration as well as his boxing ability and his, and his, and his, um, uh, and his skills. Um, so it's really nice coming from Jim McDonald because he's, you know, he's an esteemed trainer he's, he's, and he's a legend of British boxing. And he knows his shit. And for him to say that to my, to my kid, you know, it was nice. He, 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 could, he didn't have to say that. He could have just said, oh, well done, mate. You did, you did well, good fight, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't, you know. And, and he emphasised how dangerous Reese was, which emphasised how well Jordan did, not just in, in the fact that he evaded it. And he was talking, because he was talking about Jordan's defence and his skills, but the fact that, yes, he acknowledged, it's not one of these, oh, yeah, but if you'd have caught him. He acknowledged that Reese caught Jordan some, with, with some good shots. And he was he was surprised at how tough um, how tough Jordan was, and and you know he, he said that that's going to hold him in instead as he moves up through his career. And this is what I'm saying in 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 fights in your career as you're coming through. There are times when you know less is more. I didn't want Jordan throwing three four punches at a time. You know I didn't want him holding his feet, giving him that opportunity. Because another thing that Jim said, he says what 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 what. You know, Reese understood no matter what was going to happen in the fight, no matter how well Jordan might get out boxing or, or or doing what he was doing, is that Jordan Gill had to be very good and hundred percent concentrated and do everything right for thirty minutes in that fight. Reese Blotty had to be good for one second in that fight because he's got that kind of power. And when you're fighting them sort of guys, that's what it is, and that's what I, I was em emphasizing with Jordan is that he had to stay concentrated all the way through. doesn't matter what's going on, doesn't matter how much success he's, get, he's having, don't get to that point where you think to yourself, you're comfortable, I want to do more, I want to do more. Because then you're giving him opportunities. Somebody that's a big punch that can turn, around, uh, turn a fight around with one, you know, with one shot. They don't have to wipe you out. They can just take away your legs. They can, they can make the fight a tougher fight because you've held defeat, you've got caught in that one spot by being a little bit greedy. Um, and he didn't. He kept his concentration. He was fantastic. I'm, I'm absolutely over the moon with him. I really am. And the signs of it, was his level of concentration the thing that pleased you most last night? Just doing everything that we did in the gym. Everything that we've done in the gym. You know, we've, we've been sparring with, with Lee Wood. We've done loads of rounds with Lee Wood. Hoping for the, to prepare for just, in case, you know, obviously hope he's a southpaw, but just the fact that he's long, tricky and rangy. And, and boxing on the move, so Jordan's having to go forward just in case Reese wanted to box and be a little bit cleverer, just to throw things in, just when, when Jordan might be a bit tired as the rounds go on, then to make him have to be concentrated and not get caught with silly little shots. 
Um, so mix that in. And then, you know, the last last two last two spars, the last two 10-round spars that we did um, were with uh, Leon Woodstock, which were, com- oh, which were priceless because they were a carbon copy, basically, of what, what Bellotti was going to be. And um, that was very valuable. That you know, the, the, like I said, the sparring with all three of them was 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 fantastic. But Lee Wood did a lot of work with us, and that was that was brilliant. And then Leon for the last two to freshen it up, give you that butterflies, no music in the gym, making it completely sterile, trying to mimic what was going to happen on 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 fight camp, and um, and that was priceless. The, the work there. So the guys, you know, and, and inspiring were fantastic really were and but and but for Jordan everything that he was doing in those spas and we were working on in those spas he did everything on fight night and for me as a coach I love that he did it with Ryan Doyle the exact same what we worked on with, with the Doyle fight he went out there and he did the exact same thing you know he, he does do that quite consistently you know um and and that one, with the pressure that he had on him, with the illnesses, with the loss to Tinoco, the first big real fight against a big dangerous fighter, you've got people saying that he's going to get crippled by body shots off a block, you know, all, that, all this sort of stuff. With all that pressure going in and the first fight at fight camp with the surroundings and, and everything, I think he held it together fantastically. His, his, his mental fortitude is brilliant. They have word on the cards as well, obviously 97, 93 twice, I mean 96, 95... How did you score it? Was you surprised by the ninety six ninety five? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, but it's opinions. It's opinion. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bitch and moan about it. We won. It is what it is. Um, uh, now it's done. We've got the right decisions being made. We've moved on. You know, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna in history look at oh Jordan Gill only beaten by by one point. If they do, the reading to it something you know that's that's not right. Um. I just sometimes I just wonder. I just think, oh, where? Uh, this is why I say about judges with um, they have an opinion. We have an opinion. You have an opinion as a as a, as a, a journalist. As you know, um, we have opinions as as coaches, as pundits, or whatever. When you when you're a, a, a judge for the fans, especially if it's some if it's very very. Oh, hang on a minute. How do you how would you see that one? You should have to. You should have to explain, or make a note, little little notes. Well, you know, I, I thought this, this, this happened. I thought that, happened. but I can't see how that was a one, you know, a, a one fight, a one round fight. No way. Um, but it's opinions, and and listen, the human, um, they're not going to get everything right. But I thought it was a shit scorecard. Very early stages as of yet, obviously, Dave. But on the back of last night. Jordan with a convincing victory against a, a, a high-level British opponent. What next for him? Is it an immediate kind of step up? I know we've got to wait to see how the coming months play out, of course. Yeah. Well, we, we were told that um, he would fight again. This, this is before this fight. If you come through Bellotti, um, you'll fight again before the end of the year. Um, and it'll be a title fight. Uh, it was a little bit good that with that, it being a 10-rounder at championship weight, it didn't get made as a title fight. It would have been nice to have a, have a, have a title on the line. Um, but it is what it is. It doesn't devalue the fight you know, and the win. Um, but 
we've been after for before the Tinoco fight. The Tinoco fight derailed it a little bit. The illness derailed it, especially. Um, but we've been after that European title fight. Um, Jordan wants the European title, and he's, he's been after that for a, a long while. So you know, we you know we want the European title, um, and we'll see we'll see you know where we go from there. But um, yeah, it's it's a case of is is at this level now. Keep at this level, slight you know slight increments in you know stepping up levels, um, and then you know next year have a good push. He's twenty six years old. He's only improving, and now got a lot of lot got rid of a lot of demons in that one. You know the illness was a big thing because the whole thing when when I spoke to Eddie about him coming back originally was just gonna have a little six rounder because I wanted to see how he how his body was gonna react after the illness. Not after the defeat, that, that, that was gone. After the illness, how, how was he going to be? Because it was a serious illness. It was an illness that we worried about him never fighting again. So it's one thing we've seen him operating in the gym and training and sparring and things like that. But once you've made a weight and, and then you know, you've, you've took your body to that weight and then you, 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 you re, uh, refuel or whatever, I don't know how his body's going to react. You don't know because it's the, it's the first time really well, it is the first time since since he was he was ill, and when you're talking about your thyroid and things like you you don't know how he, how you're going to react. So that was always my worry, and that was all, Jordan always wanted to go straight back in. He was always wanting this, to go straight back in. It was me that was always saying, "No, let's 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 have a have a fight back. Just be a bit patient. Have a fight back, and then we'll go in in you know December, or October, December, whatever, and go with a real fight, a, a blotty type fight." Um, but then he, um, the work that we put in after um, after his illness and we start coming back, I could see that he's, he's improved technically um, and mentally. He's improved. So when Eddie spoke about this um, about this fight camp, and Jordan's still on about you know he, he, he's confident he wants to you know he wants a real fight. Um, Eddie was talking about along the lines of like a Sean Davis or something like that. He was happy, he was happy to give us a fight like that. So I thought, you know what? I've got X amount of time to, to work on him even more. Let's do let's do um let's do Bellotti. Um I thought that'd be a, a great fight because that's what that's the fight that we was talking about a year ago. So it made sense to to make it now and then and then you you get you come through that you 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 leapfrogging rather than kind of treading water still you leapfrogging again you're going back to where what you know the point that where you were um if you put on a performance that I, I believe that you could do and he has done Dave anyone want to touch on one other fight from last night because otherwise I'm, I'm I am wary of your time tonight. um that headline fight Eggington Cheeseman one which I'm sure will be up for the British fight of the year just what was your thoughts on it Dave brilliant do you know what brilliant I thought it, it's one of those things where where both guys just show just how tough they are, how ballsy they are. Fucking hell! I mean, I watched it. I, I got in. I, I watched that. It was probably about three o'clock by the time that came on. Um, because we were catching up when I got in. Um, it was about three a.m. and I <laughs> and I'm 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 watching it as a fan because I don't know results. I've mentioned sure you know I don't know results anyway. Like so I'm watching it as a fan basically, and and I just felt. It was great because we get to see it as viewers, but 
but I kind of felt sorry for them that there wasn't a crowd because they would have they would have buzzed more with a crowd, obviously. But we can't have a crowd, so it is what it is. But the fight was brilliant. I mean, they've got some balls, them two, you know. Um, and they consistently show the toughness and everything. And, it, it, you know, it was a brilliant fight. It really was a great fight. I know we mentioned those Jordan scorecards earlier. I know over social media, John Pegg in particular has kind of has pointed out that he wasn't happy with kind of some of the scoring from the Sky pundits. How did you actually score the fight yourself, Dave? At, at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. I wasn't really scoring it. I was watching it as a fan. And, you know, to be honest, when... Because I was going to I was gonna stay for the rest of the show and then drive back home. But do you know when I've had a fighter on? I'll be honest with you. My mind's just floating. If, if I've got beat, then I, I, I just want to go home. You know, I just want to go home and, and, and that's it. But also, in my head... You've won. You want to. You want to be around. You want to watch the rest of the show. I wanted to see the rest of the show, but I remember I was sat there, and I was watching back. weren't I was just thinking about this, this, this. I'm thinking about the next moves. I, I can't switch off, and so I'm sat there. I'm thinking. It got to about quarter past nine. I think it was. It was. I, I watched. I watched Fabio's fight, um, and I looked at watched. I thought, Do you know what? If I wait till the end of the night, then I'm driving home. It's going to be really, really late. I want to spend the day with my kids. And my missus, I want to have a day before I go back down again tomorrow. So if I shoot back now, get to the hotel, pack, blah, 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 I can get back by a decent time. And then I've got a full day here. So I thought, fuck it, I'll go. So when I got in and I'm watching it at that time in the morning, at three in the morning, I'm watching it, but I'm, I'm just watching it as fans. I, I wasn't really scoring it, but I had, I had the impression that Sam got off to a slow start. Um, and, and I, and I think maybe that that might have cost it him. But I thought I, I did think I did think it was close. Um, and I'm not saying that I thought that that um, Sam lost it. I, you know, it, it, it was a fight that I thought. I, I kind of thought to myself, I wonder if it's going to be a draw. Um, but again, I weren't scoring it. I was watching it as a fan that were just like seeing shots bouncing off each other and go, fucking hell. What? Do you know what I mean? And that's I was what that's. Three o'clock in three o'clock in the morning, watching it, you know, on my own, um, like some lunatic. So uh, especially when there's no, especially when there's no fun, because a lot of times when you're watching fights, exciting fights, even, even though you're not, you're sat at home, because of the crowd atmosphere, that gets you as well. But there was no crowd atmosphere, but the fight was that good that it had me like a lunatic as well. Do you know what I mean? So, and I'll tell you what else was a good fight as well. Um, and what, and I mean this in the best possible way, way but what a tough bastard, um, Gavin Gwynn. Oh my God, because because Tennyson waxed, and how rel how relentless was he? Nonstop throwing power punches, power punches, body head, body head, and then Gwynn would be coming back with his own body shots, and and it was like this is a fight. But then it was just that accumulation. Then he got caught on on, on top of the head. It, it was a good. It's a great performance from, from Tennyson, but I've got to say, Gavin Gwynn, wow. Those, those three kids there, Gavin Gwynn, Eggerton and Cheeseman, are tougher there. Because that's, that's just, that's, I look at that and I just think to myself, fucking hell, you've got to be made of some sort of serious, serious iron to, to be able to do that sort of stuff. 100% Dave, you know, some of the performances, regards to heart, 
last night was was just he was on another level. He was brilliant, kind of. He was some brilliant fights on. Um, just to come away from Ricardo, obviously you have to head back down tomorrow. Mm. Any update on Hopi's opponent as of yet? Yeah. Um, so we've got. I think it's Johnny Phillips. Um, he, 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 listen, he's dangerous. He knocked out. He knocked out uh, Eubanks' brother, um, Nathaniel Wilson. Is it or something? His name. His okay. name is. Um, and that was up at like like one forty one forty two, I think it was one forty two, one forty three, I think it was. Um, he he went. He fought Stephen Smith at one forty. Um, he's a bigger kid, but it come to the point where we can't get. They've been trying. They've tried. They've sent me the list of the fighters. They've tried so many fighters. I've even tried for 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 Ashley Lane. People like so we've tried quality fighters. You know, I'm not saying oh you just oh you're just trying to protect them. We've tried for some decent fighters. You know, uh, we was going to give weight away to to Sean Davis. You know, but after, you know money kept going up and then and then what it turned out to be was that they finally said yeah but then I don't think he could get he could get the time off work so we've tried to get other people and then they come you know they come um, with Johnny Phillips and um, yes he's dangerous he's a firecracker he's got a great right hand he's got a good left up um, and he comes to win um, so this is a real live fight for a third fight um, and it's you know it's like like Eddie even said we wouldn't we wouldn't normal under normal circumstances take that, but it's a case of um, do you want him to fight or not? You know it's 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 got to the point where it's either it's either that or or, or nothing really, and um, and Hopi straight away was he wants he's the kind of kid that the the, the better and it's the same with sparring the better the level of opposition is. He switches on more and he raises his game, so it's a real fight, um, and and it's going to be it's going to be exciting. It's going to be uh, it's going to give the butt fight. It's not just a case of Opie having a run out. It's he's got a real fight. You know, he's, he's the kids operating at heavier weights. Um, you know, it's uh, he's boxed from nine two to ten stone, ten stone two. Um, so you know we'll we'll see and and hope he is a is a super fan away. He could have weighed eight stone twelve for this. This is what it was going away, and then we said oh, okay nine stone because it opens up the you know because there's no foreigners, so it's British. You have to open it up so you've got more options for opponents. But it's not really made any difference. There's not you know there's not been many opponents that we can we can get to take the fight. Obviously, with you only being your hope he's third boy, and you've got mm. such un, unusual circumstances and kind yeah. of surroundings. How key do you think your actual experience from this past week with Jordan could play for Hopi? Yeah, um, quite a bit. Like you know, just just little things. You know, he, to, to be fair, he's he's probably the most well equipped for this because. Um, Mentally, I've got. I said this to Jordan. Um, he's probably the coolest kid mentally towards sparring, towards fighting that I've ever come across or ever worked with since George Groves. I've always said George Groves is, is the coolest customer in boxing that I've ever put in the biggest pressures. Whatever doesn't matter. He's sparring if he's sparring with with a, a cruiserweight when he's sparring with like Fragmenti and people like that. You know, it, it 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 doesn't matter who he's going in with. It doesn't matter who who he's, he's fighting with. He was never. He's got ice through his veins. 
there's kids like that, you know. It's like with Saudi, with the whole situation with Saudi. You're on, you're off, you're on, you're off. Gloves off, gloves on. It's like, yeah, all right, yeah, cool, no problem. No problem. And then, yeah, we aren't, right, okay, switched on. You know, it's like when people switch sparring and you're expecting somebody and then the next minute you've got an unbeaten kid that's rocked up through the door and he's like, oh, okay, man, he's, he's a weight above and he's unbeaten in 15 fights. Oh, okay, no problem. Gets on with it, just does his shit. And um, his mentality is, is, is fantastic. So his experience with going and boxing in strange places, no crowds, you know, in, in, in Russia or whatever he's been to in, in, in the amateurs and stuff, so I think he will handle that situation great. And having spent a couple of weeks with him out in Saudi Arabia, I know how he is and, and he's, he's cool as anything. So I, it's not the occasion that, that, oh, um, that, that I've got anything to worry about. Um, it's just the opponent. I just have, you know, it's like as anything, you know, I, I take the opponents 100% seriously. Depend, you know, doesn't matter if they've been beat before or not. Take them 100% seriously. Um, see him as a threat um, and, and prepare it accordingly and that's what we'll do in this one Dave we'll leave that there now then I will leave you to enjoy the rest of your day what's left of you cheers mate Dave it's been a pleasure to catch up with you obviously best of luck with Thanks. next week as well and I'll speak to you soon thanks for speaking to Boxing Social cheers mate now, oh, can, I just, can I just say as well before, before I go can I just say um, Reese Bellotti he got beat last night right but I've got to say you can see he's improving as a fighter, right? You know, when people say about this fighter and they're getting beat, I, I said this about with, with Jordan when Eddie came out and said something about, oh, it's a must win or, you know, where they're going to go with the careers and stuff like that, right? There's this perception where if you lose a couple of fights, you're finished, you're done. The kid's not 30 yet. He's 29 years old, right? He's only had 18 fights. He's still learning. He's still learning. You know, if you go back, you'll look at there's, there's some fighters, you look at the records, 18 and 0 and, and things like that. They've not fought anyone with winning records yet and stuff, you know? So, Reese, I can say, it's different if he's, if he's not improving as a fighter and, and you're sitting, but he's getting better with each fight. And last night, he was more patient. He was thinking about things a lot more, you know? It's just, listen, Jordan's a very, very good kid. And I've said this a long time, you know, on a talent level. And when he starts understanding how good he is, this kid's brilliant, you know? And, and, he boxed, he boxed exactly to plan and he did exactly what I want him to do. And that, that nullified Reese and that took away what Reese was doing. But what Reese was doing himself showed me he's improving. So I don't, but listen, if he wants to walk away and say that he's, you know, he's had enough of the game, 100% fair enough. But don't retire and don't quit. And this isn't just to Reese, this is to anybody that gets beat. And when people say, oh, you're finished now, that's it. Oh, that's it. Right? Don't retire. Because other people's opinions think, oh, well, where are you going to go now, right? You're only two, two wins away from a big fight. Look at Sam Eggington. Sam Eggington, when he got beat off, was it Liam Smith? When he got beat off Liam Smith, he's come back, when he, he come back and he's had a couple of wins and he's, he's back in. A couple of wins away from, from the big crowds and big TV and stuff like that. Then he's back in, you know? Uh, you don't. Loads of fighters, isn't it? Chisora, loads of fighters. But what I'm saying is, if it's time for you, Fair enough. And then you're not going to come back in 18 months' time when you've, you could have been building and carrying on and you've let yourself start rotting away as a fight and then you come back 18 months' time later. Well, I never got it out of the system. But everyone thought I should have retired and, and, and people's opinions on Twitter and people you know, saying, oh, because I've lost four fights now, I'm, not, I'm never going to make it. You know? But 
if you think it's time, retire. But if you're improving in the gym and if your team, Jimmy Senior and Junior, I'll tell him what whether they think what he's got left. But from me, from the outside, look at him. It looks like he's improving. So I, I, you know, and with style and his power, you know, and as he's improving, it's still an edit. It's still an edit for any fighter in that division. So it, you know, it, it can still it can still do things in the division. So. You know, I just want to I, I give him loads of respect. You know, I, I don't say a lot about fighters before we fight him. You know, but but he's he's a he's a very good fighter. He's he's a lovely kid, um, and he punches like fuck. Um, but he's improving, so I still see the scope for him if he chooses to, and if his team thinks he should. But these people that are saying, "Oh, when you get beat, and that's it. Oh, that real crossroads fight. You got nowhere to go now." It depends what your mentality is. If you're willing to maybe take a step back to take a couple, you know, take a couple of steps back to take a huge step forward or something like that, then then you've still got a career in there, you know. Just get a couple of wins under your belt, build your confidence back up, and you go again. Very well put there, Dave. And obviously we will leave that there now. Um, it's been All right, a- mate. We appreciate your time. And as I say, best of luck for the coming week. Thanks for speaking to Boxing Social. Thanks, mate. <laughs>